Hello and welcome back to the Zephyr Lake Carmelite Evangelization Campaign. Um, today we are going to read question 60 from the Compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Who are the angels? The angels are pure, purely spiritual creatures, incorporeal, invisible, immortal, and personal beings endowed with intelligence and will. They ceaselessly contemplate God face to face and they glorify Him. They serve Him and are His messengers in the accomplishment of His saving mission to all. For my personal reflection today, as we just read, angels are purely spiritual beings. Uh, they don't have a body like we do. And they are invisible, being spirits, and they are eternal they don't die and they are personal beings so they are not like some energy but they are actual beings and they have an intelligence intellect and they have a will a free will and they are always uh, face to face with god and they um, are glorifying god and they bring god's messages to us on earth and the angels are, um, you can see all the way from the book of Genesis through Revelation, they're ministering to the people on this earth in different ways. Uh, actually, in the book of Genesis, we see the angels being created first. And then we see that after the fall of Adam and Eve, and they're driven out of the Garden of Eden, uh, God places a cherubim with a flaming sword to guard the entrance back into the Garden of Eden, where the tree of life is. Um, and then we see in, in the book of um, in Exodus, we see angels appearing uh, multiple times. Um, and also we see in the prophets, the book of Daniel, we see uh, Daniel uh, being thrown and his companions thrown into this furnace of fire by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon for not worshipping him. And, uh, you know, Daniel would not denounce God. And uh, when they pray, um, God sends his angels to protect them from the, flaming the, from the flames of the fire, and they are miraculously saved. And then we see also uh, when Jesus is uh, to be born, uh, we see that the angel Gabriel is sent by God to Mary to announce the birth of Jesus and also to Joseph. Uh, in a dream, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream to make sure that he doesn't misunderstand the virgin birth, um, that uh, uh, Mary was conceived by the power of God and uh, to take away, uh, to, to not to denounce her, but to take her as his wife. And at also when Jesus was actually born in Bethlehem, we see an angel appeared to the the shepherds and announced his birth to them. And we also see like a huge multitude of angels appearing and singing glory to God um, as the shepherds were watching the flocks. And, um, and then in Jesus's uh, public ministry, when he right before um, his public ministry, he goes into the desert and he fasted and prayed for 40 days and uh, the devil comes at the end of that to tempt him and after 
Jesus perseveres in those temptations of the devil. When the devil left, the angel of the Lord comes to minister to Jesus. We see here that even though Jesus is God, he was also fully human. He was fully divine and fully human. And um, just like how he needed ordinary food to nourish his body while he was on this earth uh, as a God-man, he also needed the angels to strengthen him and provide him with moral uh, support as he went through difficult times, like in the Garden of um, uh, Gethsemane, right before his uh, passion and his death. Uh, as he was praying with his disciples and the disciples are not able to keep up uh, and pray with him, they fall asleep. And three times Jesus tries to wake them up and ask them to pray uh, for themselves and for his upcoming passion. Uh, and then uh, when Jesus um, is by himself praying as his disciples were sleeping, the angel of the Lord again comes and ministers to him, gives him moral strength. And uh, at his after his death uh, and his burial, uh, and when he um, rises from uh, the tomb, and the women uh, go of Galilee go to his tomb uh, early in the morning, they find uh, that the the stone to the tomb was rolled over. And the body of Jesus was missing. And while they were worried, there were two angels that appeared to them to remind them about what Jesus had already told them, that he would raise on the third day. And that comforted them and they remembered it. As well. But the angels were there to help them as well. And uh, in the Acts of the Apostles, we see the ascension when Jesus after appearing to the disciples for like 40 days in different times and different places, uh, he ascends to heaven. And again, there we see that the angels uh, accompany him as he is taken up in a cloud to um, heaven. And that we see in the Acts of the Apostles. And then he says, uh, the, you know, the angels say, just as he left um, as he ascended, he's going to come back in the same way. So we know at the second coming of Jesus as well, there's going to be, you know, the angels would come with him. And similarly, like even after Jesus's ascension, the apostles are ministered to by the angels. Like when Peter was imprisoned by Herod, uh, Peter is in chains and he's within uh, the prison. And uh, he's actually sleeping and there's two soldiers guarding him and an angel appears to him inside his uh, prison cell and cuts all his chains out and uh, opens the door and lets him escape um, before any harm could come to him. Because just before then, uh, James, who was also an apostle, was put to death by Herod and it you know, Peter's, it was not his time yet, so God sent his angel to uh, free him from that prison. And we see similarly like the angels in the book of uh, Revelation as well. Uh, there are seven angels and there are many occurrences of angel, including the angel, Archangel Michael, who fights um, the devil. And so we see that the angels play a 
prominent role in the salvation history and uh, also in, uh, in the individual salvation and in the salvation of all mankind. And um, that's my reflection for today. I hope you have a blessed day, everyone, and thank you for listening.